There we go. At this time, we'd like to take up the offering. And if you would, please bring your offering into the house. So let's say a word of prayer. Kind Heavenly Father, we'd like to thank you, Lord, this morning for this opportunity to come together. We pray for those that have to give and those that do not. Pray you will bless it, bless it for thy glory and for thy work. We ask in Jesus' holy, precious name, amen.
praise the Lord. Get it into this temple to give you glory, Lord. Lift you, Lord. stand for the reading of the word. And following on that same vein and the same thing for this morning we talked about in Sunday school and last week, praising the Lord. Psalms 150 says, praise you the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. That everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Remember the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. We need to praise him. Good times, bad times, all the time. Praise the Lord. I'd like to remember in prayer, Sister Dale is in the hospital. Her auction is low. She's got bronchitis, and so they're working on getting her oxygen up. Sister Skipper, whose sodium is low, they're working to get her sodium up. Uh, Jennifer got some sort of stomach bug last night. She called this morning, and she's ill. Larry got called away. Tyler was gracious enough to come in and fill in here. If not, it'd just be me and Carol, which would probably be just Carol. So uh, <laughs> She does much better at it than I do. Uh, but the pastor and his family are traveling, so we want traveling mercies for them and for Larry. Um, there's a lot to look around. I know that Brenda wasn't feeling well. Uh, Brenda Frierson has COVID, and so she and Stan aren't here. Uh, it looks like there's not a whole lot of people here, but you know what? How many of us are here? More than two, right? God's here, so we have a majority. So the rest of it really don't matter. As long as we praise him, then we're good to go. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Everybody pray. Kind Heavenly Father, we do thank you and praise your holy name, Lord, for this opportunity to come before you and praise and worship with you. Lord, we pray that you will continue to abide with us and help us, Lord, as we go through the rest of the music. Lord, I pray that you will touch Brother Hart as he delivered the message this morning, Lord, that he will give us the words that you would have us to hear. Lord, more importantly, we ask that you will touch each of us, that we can do your work and do it more abundantly. 
have us to do. We ask all of this in Jesus' holy, precious name. And everybody said, amen. Thank you, my brother. Amen. You can sing with me if you'd like to. I'd rather have Jesus. That should be our prayer today.
and Johnson said he wasn't going to be here this week, and I didn't realize it'd just be me and Brother Randy up here. But you know, I told Mary the other day I was leading, and I said, you know, I haven't led in so long by myself. I didn't know where to go to. I said, then I don't know if I got in the right key or not. Johnson asked me, what key do you sing in?
Don't let Seth go and ring. But just think about it.
was the exciting part. Former shepherd of this church, Brother Art, is going to come and deliver the message. Please give him a warm welcome, Brother Art. I've been looking forward to this all week. Good morning. Good to see you in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, I know that many of you probably were expecting Brother Jonathan maybe to be here, but you'll just have to put up with what you got. <laughs> Let me say it's a privilege for Faye and I to be with you this morning to worship the Lord and praise the Lord for what he's done for us over the period of our lives. And we just need to honor him and make him welcome. He's not going to force himself on us. We can't just sit and hope that he'll come by. We have to invite him. Amen. Amen. Now, some, somebody's sitting inside of you and they're not worshiping. Oh, well, don't let that hinder you from worshiping and praising God because it just might be the last time that you'll be allowed the privilege to worship him and praise him and give him glory and honor so that it might, as the songwriter said it, be well with your soul. How's your soul this morning? Are you happy in the Lord? Well, then smile a little bit. Don't just uh, look like you, um, I know you're disappointed. I, I probably would be too if I were sitting in the pew this morning, but uh, don't let the devil know it anyhow. Amen. Just keep looking up and praising the Lord and giving him glory. Good to see each of you. I want to invite your attention for just a little while to First Chronicles, chapter 15, and just verse 1. I'd like for you to stand, if you would. First Chronicles, chapter 15. In verse 1, and David made him houses in the city of David and prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched for it a tent. I'd like for you to pray with us this morning and ask the Lord to just help us and bless us because we need his help. Go and ask Brother Barnes, if he would, to take us to the Lord in prayer. Brother Barnes. We thank you, Lord, for your blessing and your mercy over your life. We need you, Lord, to help us and guide us and direct us. Have your way, Lord, in this service and give us that that we need according to the will and the mind of God.
You may be seated. I'd like to talk to you for just a while on preparing for worship. Now, I know a lot of people have a lot of different notions about it. There's been a lot said about it in the service this morning and the scriptures that were read and the Sunday school lesson. There's uh, things we need to do in order to prepare ourselves for worship. You don't just come to church and get prepared at church for worship. The worship service starts in your home and in your life. The things you do during the week, the things that you petition to God for God to do for you in your home or your church. Sometimes great people approach God to do things for God in a wrong manner. Some people that are even close to God like David. David was very close to God. The Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. But we see that David had made, this was not the first time that David attempted to take the ark to Jerusalem. This is the second attempt. The first attempt that David made, he done things wrong that was not according to the will of God, even though it was something that needed to be done. The Bible says that he done these things, but he done them uh, out of the will or the way of God wanting the ark to be taken from the place where it was to the place where David was going to carry it. David had made this attempt, but he failed God. He failed to get the instructions that he needed from God in order to do something for God that needed to be done, but yet he didn't uh, go to the right sources to get the right information. Amen. Now, don't get too quiet on me. I'm, I'm used to it being quiet, but not too quiet. So, uh, listen, God wants us to do what we do for God according to the precepts that God has laid out for us as Christians in service for God to do according to the word and the will and the instruction that God gives unto the people. In most churches this morning, people uh, come to church and they just want someone else to do things that need to be done, but they themselves just want to enjoy the blessings. But David here, he somewhere between his first attempt to bring the ark to, the, to Jerusalem and his second attempt, he found the right information. Amen. I believe that he might went to the priest 
to find out how the ark was to be handled. Amen. It was not to be carried by people that was not dedicated and consecrated unto God. Amen. It had to be people that God had called for such a purpose, for such a time, hallelujah, to be carried out according to the way that God thousands of years before had laid out that the ark was to be handled because it was holy, hallelujah, to the Lamb of God. We are to handle the Word of God holy. It's holy. We don't change the precepts. We don't change the wording. God knew exactly what he wanted done and how he wanted it done and how he wanted men to carry out the will of God. But we find in the day and time that we're living in, there are many like David. They're not following the way that God would have the church to go forward, even though the gates of hell, the Bible says, cannot prevail against the church. There sometimes we, in our desire to do something for God, we go at it at the wrong way. We're dependent on the arm of flesh. We're dependent on our ability, and we're not willing to carry out Things like God would have us to carry them out because they're holy, they're divine, they're holy things that God wants to present to a lost and a dying world so they'll know that there's a God that wants us to worship Him and God wants us to worship Him in spirit and in truth for God seek His such to worship Him. God help us in this day and hour that we're living in. Every one of us might have a heart and a mind to follow after God, not to try to change God, change God's Word, to change God's precept, change the way that God wants the services carried out to glorify and to magnify God so that it will change the heart and the lives of men and women that are walking in darkness that don't know God, that they might come to know Him in the power of His resurrection when we worship Him in spirit and in truth. God would bless us here this morning. He would touch me way down and He will touch us way down in our soul if we give our heart and life unto Him and learn how to prepare ourselves to worship God. The priests had to change their garments and put on clean clothes and wash themselves so that they could come and present themselves before the Lord. God wants us to have our minds washed, our soul clean, our feet and our hands walking in the way of the Lord and doing things that will uphold the righteousness and the purity of an almighty God that cannot look on sin. God's looking for a people that's preparing their heart to come to the house of the Lord not to see what others can do for them, but to find out what God Almighty
somebody will rush into their business and their lives and give them strength and jewelry and might so that they can lift up hands that are weary and that hang down oh that they can lift up the name of the Lord and glorify God they can live sanctified and holy life and when they come into the house of the Lord and begin to praise the Lord the Bible says to praise him with all that's within them God don't want me to halfway praise him God don't want me just sometime to lift up one hand but he wants me to lift up both hands and to surrender to God that thou art God and there is no other God beside thee hallelujah that walks alongside us when it's cold and clammy that walks in the midst of us when we're feeling tired and weary and low and out and when we're seeing our loved ones pass from this life to another life he'll tell us to look up because our redemption draweth nigh our time is to come but we've got to worship him and glorify him and magnify him with all that's within us hallelujah we see in the bible some kings and rulers that satisfied God and we see others that prepared not their heart to seek after the Lord and the kingdom fell and God let their enemies run shot over them any and everything seems like goes on in the church and we as preachers laymen of God we'll just let it go by and sort of like sweeping the house with a lazy man just want to sweep it up under the carpet but I'm telling you God says you got to walk in the light as he is in the light you got to have fellowship one with another so that you can have fellowship with God God is here this morning hallelujah not because I'm here but he's here because all of us is here and God come for every one of us so that we can let down our bucket into the well of God and draw out that living water hallelujah God don't want me to feel like I'm contaminated because I've been sanctified by the blood of the Lamb of God hallelujah therefore I can come boldly under the throne of of grace that I might find mercy and find grace to help me in the time of need I need him right now because the devil don't want me to preach the devil don't want me to praise him the devil don't want me to worship him hallelujah but I've got news for the devil greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world hallelujah we'll triumph up because of the family heritage that we have but we'll triumph up because we've got a heritage with the father through the son and we're the holy children of God we've been created in righteousness and holiness and purity therefore we can stand in the presence of God and God not be ashamed of it hallelujah are you glad this morning that the father looking down from glory and he's not ashamed of you this morning He don't mind calling you a son or a daughter. Hallelujah. You see, uh, every day of our lives, we have to walk before the Lord. I can remember a a brother telling me one time while we were pastoring here about a certain couple. He said they come in shouting and praising the Lord. And go out the same way, and you never see them again for a month or two. (laughs) Ah, that's sort of hobo religion. Hallelujah. You're not working out your soul salvation with fear and trembling before the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So we need to be like the Lord wants us to be. The Bible teaches us about King Rehoboam. He did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek after the Lord. Let me preach a little bit to you this morning. I'll give out a breath directly. I will never get through. But you see, if you, you're going to get what you prepare yourself for. Amen. If you're going to be like Rehoboam, he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek after the Lord. Can I ask you this morning, I don't want you to raise your hand. I don't want you to frown. Have you sought after the Lord this week? If you hadn't, you've been sort of like real boy. You hadn't sought after the will of God. You hadn't prepared yourself as a vessel to receive an overflow, not from the loud music, not from the loud preaching and hollering and shouting, because you set your heart to seek after the Lord. Hallelujah. Brother Myron, we got to seek after the Lord while we're out of the house of God. David couldn't move the ark of God because it represented the presence of God until he did right prior to moving the ark. My, 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 you see, we see ourselves out in the world, and we just mix and mingle with them. We look like them. We talk like them. We think like them. But then we get on our best clothes and come to the house of the Lord and expect the Lord to open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing. And we expect everybody just to worship the Lord in the Spirit. But I want to tell you, the Spirit of God won't dwell in an unclean vessel. and He won't come into the midst of a people that's not living holy and clean and right. I don't care how much the teachings change in the churches and around the world. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the Lord God. He changed not. It's the church people that in most churches are changed. They no longer do the things that magnify and glorify God. They don't let their life.
light shine out in a dark world anymore. They just let it shine when they come to the house of the Lord. But God help us that we will begin to worship the Lord day by day and hour by hour going to the Lord in the closet and asking God, God, what's on my agenda to do for you today that I might worship you, hallelujah, and praise you and lift up my heart unto the heavenly world and receive the glory of God that comes down to mortal man. But many of us are like that king. And then some of us are like Jehoshaphat. We do some things or don't do some things that we ought to do because we've got the authority and power to do it. You see, he had the authority and power to move all the groves and the places where the people worship false gods. But he didn't do it, Brother Jimmy. But the Lord said because he had set his heart and prepared his heart to serve God, but yet these other things were still against him. Amen. You see what I'm trying to get across to you? If you're going to completely please God, you've got to do everything that the book of God says for you to do it. And all oh, I didn't have this in it, but this is where sanctification comes into the forefront in our world that we're living in. We don't hear about sanctification anymore. Now, I'm not a, theod a theologian by any means. I can't stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with them in some scriptures, but I can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with them with this one. Jesus said, I sanctify myself that you might be sanctified also. Hallelujah. God's sister's looking for a sanctified, clean, holy life. God's not looking for you to have a hobo religion. God's looking for you to have a cup flow filled to the overflow like the song like the song go he fills my cup and my saucer runneth over how many of us at home this week is our cup been running over somewhere somewhere in the house you got a little spring in your feet and you begin to shout and praise the Lord and glorify God you didn't need an audience to entertain you didn't need somebody there to egg you on it was just between you and the Lord and you was alone with him and all of a sudden uh, while you were worshiping him and praising him your feet got light your hands flew up in, flew up in the air and you just said praise the Lord for he is God Almighty hallelujah and about that time you might fall on your face uh, and pray and say glory to God I'm born again I'm washed by the blood of the Lamb I'm sanctified through the the 
blood of Calvary. I'm washed and made holy. I'm on the road that leads to glory. And the devil and all of his him can't hold me back and can't hold me down and bar me out of the kingdom of God. I can go boldly to God and I can receive what I need from God at home alone as well as I can assemble together in the house of the Lord. And we ought to be greater together than we are alone because it said two are better than one. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And three are more mightier than two. God, help us this morning as the brother said, there are two or three in the house of the Lord and we ought to be shouting and praising and magnifying God and the Shekinah glory of God filling the house. Hallelujah! And the songs glorifying and magnifying God and the lost being touched down deep in their soul and them saying, I need what they've got. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something this morning. There are not very many Christian models that can say like the Apostle Paul, follow me as I follow Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes when I'm down and out, I don't want people to follow the examples that I've done. But if I'm down where I want to be on my knees and I'm talking with the Master and the glory of God's coming down and I'm just praising Him and He's overflowing my soul, I can say, come along with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go into the Canaan land together. Let's march against the giant of life that's trying to destroy us. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that I need to come to a close very shortly. But God, the Bible tells us in in, in uh, Paul's writing let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord praise God on the mountain we got to praise God in the valley we got to praise God when we feel like it we got to praise God when we don't feel like it we got to read the word and hide the word in our heart that we don't sin against God I'll tell you it's one thing to pray but if you don't read the word of God you don't know how to, to let God instruct you how to live, what to do, what to say. Hallelujah. You don't invite the Holy Ghost to come down and tabernacle with you and walk alongside you and be that person just like Jesus was. Peter, Paul, and James, he was present with them and leading them and guiding. He said, I'm going to go to the Father and I'm going to send you another comforter that he might abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world seeth not, neither know, but ye shall know him, for he shall dwell in you and shall be a river of living water ever springing up in your soul is that happening to you and me today like God wants it to happen are we those people that God is looking for to carry the gospel around the world to a lost and a dying world and people are dying and, and homosexuals are, are going to be in the churches all over the world before much longer and we are going to put up with it if we are not careful and stand up and say it's wrong in the sight of God the Christians would vote like they ought to vote and praise God and glorify God. They wouldn't vote for people that are going for abortions. Oh my God, I don't know why I said that. I hadn't even thought about that. But listen, God wants us to glorify Him. God wants us to praise Him. He wants us to come into the house. 
You see, in our day, I can remember in my home church when they were building a different sanctuary, they made some changes. And most of the church of God's and the Pentecostals have took out the altars. I remember my mom coming home from church. She had wept. She says, I can't believe in the new sanctuary they don't have a mourner's bench. You see, now people don't pray through. Somebody else prays for them. I know some people wasn't reared in the church like you were. And I know some people maybe don't know how to pray. But if we worship God and pray it around the altar like we ought to, when they come in, they would feel something tugging at their heart. And they'd know they were living wrong, Brother Jimmy, before God. Oh, Shahamahoya. Hallelujah. God's looking for his people to pray and seek God and worship God. You know some people that are saved and sanctified don't even know how to say a blessing. Can't believe that, Brother Jimmy. Sinner people. Sister used to know how to thank God for their food. But oh, we just want to come into the house and worship with no guidelines before the Lord for our own lives. But I'm here to tell you this morning, it never has worked and it never will work until preachers learn that people have to learn how to pray. Oh, hallelujah. If somebody asked you how to pray over the sermon this morning, would you know how to pray? You see, prayer is part of worship. Prayer is where you learn how to worship. Don't just be a tag along. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't just go along with the music. But learn how to get along with God and to worship God. Listen, friend. I've got about six pages of outline here, and I've just left them out. But listen, sometimes we're just to hold our peace at the presence of God. 
and let God speak to us. You ever been there? Hold our peace. Listen, I'm going to try to close, if I can, in 30 minutes. I thought that might get your attention. Listen, you see what makes us different is Hebrews chapter 11. When it tells us, but now they desired a better country. Hallelujah. That is a heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has, for he has prepared for them a city. See, not only do you prepare but God prepares for you. You see, the Bible tells us, I believe it's in Luke or either Matthew, that God has a place that's prepared for the devil. He didn't prepare that place for men and women. He prepared that place for the devil and the fallen angels. But if people, our family, some of my family don't want God, but that don't stop me from wanting God. Matter of fact, Brother Myron, it makes me want to, as the songwriter said, just keep traveling on. Keep pressing on, pre pressing towards the mark of the pride of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to a city. Hands of man didn't prepare. But God the Father, the Lamb of God, that was slain from the foundation, of, he wasn't just slain at Calvary. that better country this morning. You can't just sit there idly. Hallelujah. You might not get as emotional as some, but every now and then, my brother and sister, you'll just have to. It'll be your compelling for you just to lift up your hands and say, praise the Lord. I'm a Christian. Brother Henry, you'll just have to get happy sometimes when you know where you're headed and you know what you're missing. That the world won't know about until they draw their last breath or God comes. What hell is going to be like? But do you know, even in hell, some of them will still curse God. 
but some of them will cry out for a drop of water because they never blessed his name and their tongues parching in their mouths and they're doomed forever because they wouldn't give honor and they wouldn't give praise and they wouldn't give service unto the Lord. Worship him. Praise him. Forget about who else is around you. Do you know this morning if some of you had just lifted your hand in praise the Lord, not for the preaching, but for the presence of God in your life, it might have stirred somebody sitting inside of you. And they could have seen what you were going through and wondered how in the world you was making it. And yet, instead of you being sad and gloomy, you were praising and magnifying and glorifying God who gave you the right road to travel. Sister Carol, would you come? I'm probably a little different than most. Today, our our time has just about come to an end. Not that all of our ways were all they could have been. Not that the ways of now don't have right in them. But I'm a firm believer. You see, I was reared in a church that before the people rushed out, on, especially on Sunday morning, to eat a good meal, they wanted to come and talk to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Some of you know that. You were rare than that. But most of us, if we would be honest, we don't come to an altar and cry out to God for the next service for our family that's lost. I know that we older folks can't pray like some of you younger folks. I told some of my family this past week or week the week before, I can't pray where I'm pleased with it anymore. I talk to him. Sister, sometimes I have to lay down to talk to him. Sometimes when I get down, I have to get out on a pillow because it hurts the knees. I have to make sure there's something there, sister, to catch on to to pull me up. But I'll tell you, I've never bowed one time 
with a desire to talk to him and worship him and tell him how much I appreciate his marvelous grace. I didn't mind the pain of getting down because there was a fountain that was still flowing from the throne of grace and touched my weary body and my slow steps. He would say, Lord, I'm with you always. Even until the end, I'll never believe you. I'll never forsake you. Just keep looking up because your redemption draweth nigh. It's nearer today than it's ever been before. I don't care if you're 15 or if you're 75. Would you like to talk to him this morning? Are you too embarrassed to get up off of a pew and make your way to an altar and bow your knee to the Lord? If you are, there's not much hope that you'll ever see the kingdom of God and his glory. I'm going to open these altars. Would you like to come and talk to the Lord? Would you like to just praise him? Would you just like to love him? Would you just like to invite him to put his sheltering arms about you and let him pull you up close or are you just going to walk out? If you do, you're going to walk out about like you came. <laughs> Would you join us? The altars are open. He said, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land. You wonder why there's so many plagues in the world? It's because God's people have forsaken their altars at home and have forsaken their altars in the house of God. Worship the Lord and give Him glory. He's worthy of our praise. May God touch you and bless you. May He put a song in your heart. May He put a burden in your soul for that lost neighbor or that lost friend for the church that it might grow till it's overflowing. That God would fill the house with holy praise that flow from the heart and the soul unto the heavenly Father. God help us here this morning to pray and plead the blood of the crucified Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Let it be our way of life. Some of these new things are fine. 
psalmist says, return unto thy rest, O my soul. For the Lord dealeth bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, my eyes from crying tears, and my feet from falling. God help us. And God bless these folks, I pray. And touch others, Lord, that they would make way to the altar. They would pray in their homes. They'd have a season of prayer. They would have family devotion and pray one for another that we might all succeed. God bless you. Amen.
us ever to be in such a hurry. We're not going to allow somebody to pay the Lord, to get what they need from the Lord. I told my Sunday school class last week, and I think I told him again, and I, I sometimes get confused, but if you've got to go to the Lord, hey, Lord, this, this is Randy, uh, you know, the guy that you used to talk to a long time ago, then, then maybe you need to tighten up your prayer life a little bit. You need to be able to talk to him every day, and it's important that we talk to him and, and let him into our heart and lift him up and praise him for what he does because every day that you get up and you're on this side of the earth, he's done something for you. You take up another breath, he's done something for you. You got a car to drive, food to eat, place to stay, he's done something for you and he deserves the praise for all of it. I'm not going to re-preach the sermon. <laughs> but I do want to praise the Lord because he's done so much for me. It's time. Uh, if you'll stand. Thank you for everything, Lord. Continue to abide with us and help us. Lord, I pray that you will be with each and every person that's here. Touch their hearts, Lord. Be with them and keep them. Bring us back at the appointed hour, Lord, and help us to do everything that you would have us to do. For we ask all of this in Jesus' holy, precious name. Amen. Thank you, Lord.